2: some leather lunged new yorker he's cheering for the panthers but he's behind me and he was making all these jokes he's like yeah the panthers are losing by a hair i heard these florida fans are rabbit but this is ridiculous anyways and then security came down Woo, right from from everybody because the rabbit's not hurting anybody i was kind of hoping the rabbit would crap all over the kids this is the rod peterson show hi everybody (laughs) welcome to the rp show as i say we're happy to be here but in this business we're happy to be anywhere (laughs) trust me oh having so much fun i don't know clark's gonna try and get a hold of moose dupont we don't know where he is that's okay he is allegedly the co-host of this show but I've made two people snort coffee out their nose today from things that I've said that have made them laugh. And really, that is what makes today a win. And I can open this up. Stuart Smith is watching in Vancouver. And he said, I laughed so hard at your Joe Namath comment that coffee came out of my nose. How about that, Clark? How about so that? while we're waiting awesome. to bring in Moose, we can handle this all together, you and me. I don't really know what's happening with this show, but that's not new. I haven't really known what's been happening around me for half a century. But um, we were talking yesterday. Well, everybody's been talking about the biggest celebrity in sports and the world, frankly, or if I may, North America, for sure. Pop singer Taylor Swift and Kansas City Chiefs receiver Travis Kelsey, tight end Travis Kelsey. And I, I don't understand it. People are saying, oh, it's because of social media. No, that's not it. I mean, why are the television cameras at the games that Kelsey plays in focused on the luxury suite that she's in? Even Tom Brady and Giselle Bundchen never went through this kind of hysteria and hype. And she's a world-famous supermodel. Um, but anyways... I just said, okay, we're going to bring the moose in. He knows exactly where I'm going with this because we talked about it this morning. And I just said, I don't get it. We talked about it yesterday. Joe Namath, if you don't like the term (laughs) nailing, I'll use another. Joe Namath was shagging everybody in the 60s in New York and nobody cared. Why is it a thing now? And Ron Dugay, of all people, and I bring this up because our audience is very familiar with these names. Joe Namath, who I looked up today, the Hall of Fame quarterback of the New York Jets, is eighty years of age. He's from Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. Ron Dugay wrote in to our Instagram and goes, sixties, yes. And then there were the seventies. <laughs> Referring to himself, Ron Dugay. It was like Joe Namath uh, did his thing in the 60s on Broadway, and then Dugay took over in the 70s. He owned it. And um, so, anyways, there was a viewer in Vancouver, Stewart, who said he snorted coffee out his nose when he saw that comment. And I guess this is a good time for you to drop in, uh, Darren. I'll try and go back to some of the comments here from the audience in a second. But it's not a, I don't believe it's a social media thing. Uh, It's very clearly the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift thing. It is a... It's the thing to do, to talk about it and follow it. But I'm not sure that it has anything to do with social media unless I've completely misread it. You?
3: I mean, social media amplifies it, no doubt. Um, But no, it's just... It's the thing of the day. And it's not about... You know, you, you mentioned Tom and Giselle. This would have been more like... I don't know who would have been you know, comparative to Taylor Swift. Like, if this was five years ago, it's not drawing the same headlines as it is today. Like, everything, the worlds collide perfectly. Um, The Kansas City Chiefs are like the new America's team right now, winning Super Bowls and being on top, and Mahomes is on the cover of the magazine, and Kelsey's got the podcast, and wasn't he on the TV show too? You know, so he's got a little of that star power. But then Taylor Swift is in the middle... Of the biggest, you know, musical pop culture tour of all time. Like they're talking about her with Michael Jackson and Prince in the same breath. She wasn't the same five years ago or 10 years ago or 15 years ago. She's at her height today. He's at his height today. They're both, you know, stars. And it just, that's how often do we see two people at the absolute top of their field come together? It's very rare. This is like, even bigger than Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie back in the day. So this is uh, this is pretty
2: wild. I guess.
0: I'm
3: thinking
2: Doesn't mean we care Michael about accident. And, and Priscilla Presley. Well, we're talking about it, so clearly we do a little bit. From the Bar Flies in Winnipeg says it's all about the likes nowadays. Oh, it's all ball bearings nowadays. It's all ball bearings. Um jeff the stamps fan says some say she's just dating kelsey for more publicity it's working well we looked into this a couple of weeks ago she don't need the publicity she's got a hundred million instagram followers the nfl doesn't even have a third of that she's not benefiting from this the nfl is and travis kelsey and i am going to move on here very quickly. Uh, Well, hey, Carlos in Indianapolis watching, he says Taylor Swift is either very close to or has reached team distraction status for the Kansas City Chiefs. And I will say this, I'm I'm glad he brought that up because this is, this show topic is like Piping one right down the middle over the plate for me for what I want this show to be, and that is daytime sports talk, the view for sports fans. See what I'm saying? So if you've got a really good coach, and then you can morph in the recovery coach thing because I was... um, I don't think I told you this. My recovery business has gotten quiet lately. I haven't been helping a lot of people. I'm helping some, but not as many as I normally do. And I had... I am not even going to say the league because I don't want, and because it's an anonymous business. But I had a guy call me today, sports figure, who just said, "I need you to help my brother." And I told my brother that I would trust you with my life. Will you help my brother? I'm like, yes. Damn it, yes. Have him call me. Uh, So my point is, I, I enjoy all this. I like helping people. I like talking about this, and it had been slow, so it's picking up. Point, I'll land the plane. Distraction status of Taylor Swift. Do you think, now, now this is next level, yes. But do you think Andy Reid couldn't handle this? Um, they, they won Sunday. They have not lost since this relationship became public. So I sit here and, and, and enjoy hearing or watching these little well, I call them mini crises, mini crises in sports. How is this a crisis? Do you know what I mean? Team distractions. It's always yeah. dating Taylor Swift, big deal. I think it's the first time that um, I got to be careful because I don't want to get canceled here. But if it was a lesser coach than Andy Reid, I might be worried. It's a little like the Argos. And our friend Kirk from Toronto who writes in and says, I'm worried, I'm worried that the Argos are going to clinch first too soon. Then they're going to have nothing to play for. You're, you're worried about that? I guess if you didn't have a coach as strong as Ryan Didwitty, it's something to worry about. And um, I'll just lastly say this, and then I'll let you take over. You're the co-host. Um, I had a guy call me, a hockey coach, about a year and a half ago now. And he goes, I need you to help. One of my guys, he's having a major, major mental health crisis. And I said, oh, what is it? Now oh, he's having suicidal thoughts. I'm like, that's not major at all. That, that's a brain malfunction. We deal with that all the time. Give him my number. So suicidal thoughts versus your tight end dating Taylor Swift. <laughs> I can tell you which is a little more serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. You think Andy Reid can't handle this is my is my question to you?
3: No, he can handle this. I get the distraction where you got players, you know, coming out. Or is Taylor Swift going to be here? Is she walking down the tunnel with us? Is she going to be out there? And then looking up in the... In the box, being like, "Who is my fiancé up there or my significant other? Um, who's hanging out, right? And then Ryan Reynolds was in there. And uh, the guy who played the Wolverine, um, Hugh Jackman, was in there. And everybody's in the box. It's becoming, you know, might as well be L.A. They're all going to Kansas City, of all places. But I thought the um, same thing. <laughs> right. But you know what? For a lesser team, I would maybe be worried. But for a lesser team, what a great opportunity to get ready for what lies ahead. Like You don't think Andy Reid and um, the Kansas City Chiefs have had to deal with distractions at all the Super Bowls they've been to? This is a great way to simulate that. The distraction (laughs) is going to be the same, right? The environment, it almost feels like a Super Bowl every week for them. So I think it's great. I think other teams who have never been in that environment would fold. But they've been there. They've been around. They've been to Super Bowls. They can handle it.
2: A lesser coach might have a problem with it, uh, it you know, what I'm saying here, but Andy Reid, he's fine. And um, I, you brought up L.A. It's like, I, <sighs> if I may, and you're in this circle, who have we become friends with since we've really started this show? Bernie Nichols, yeah. Ron DuGay, Kelly Rudy. I knew them before, but we've gotten close since this show. They all played on that Kings team, those Kings teams. In the late 80s and early 90s with Gretzky, they went to the Stanley Cup final because Barry Melrose could handle the fact that Cher was coming through and John Candy and Tony Robbins and Sylvester Stallone. If he couldn't, he would have said, get the hell out. Some coaches would have. And that's their right because that's their domain. But Andy Reid's can't tell you a player who to date and whatnot today. They're, and again, they haven't lost yet. And if you notice, Kelsey had a touchdown the other night. Not a big deal. Uh, Glenn Erickson, which, by the way, I love. I love my favorite demographic is this 55-plus demographic because I feel like I'm speaking to them every day. You just told me that college in Toronto, the young people there really love this show, so that's nice to hear. But Glenn Erickson writes in and says, uh, you know Glenn, golf guy from Madison Hat. He says, the old guard will recall that Joe Namath had it going on with Ann-Margaret back in the day, too. And don't confuse her with ann Margrock from the Flintstones. He said Namath was a player. Who wasn't Joe Namath with, Glenn? In Madison Hat, Joe Namath was with everybody, and so was Dugay. You just didn't hear about it as much, but that's another story. Uh, can I tell you something about Ann-Margaret? You don't know yeah. anything about her either, Derek. Do you, yeah, Google her later. Ooh, she was a beautiful little number. But in the lobby of the sleep-in hotel, motel... In Minot, North Dakota, they have a Wall of Fame signed 8x10s, and my photo is right beside Ann-Margaret's. How about that? How about that? Absolutely. If somebody wants to send a photo in, and I think on the other side is Conway Twitty. Hey, that would be a great Jeopardy question. Uh, what do Ann-Margaret, Rod Peterson, and Conway Twitty all have in common? Their photos are side-by-side side in the lobby of this not sleep-in.
3: That's unbelievable.
2: Paul, Paul Jefferson in Humboldt writes in, he says, mini-crises like when Gretzky took on the media criticism so the players focused on hockey? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't really remember that. Tell me when and where that happened. It's been so long. It's been over 20 years ago. I don't know how I can remember Joe Namath's Bedpost notches better than I can remember some other things, but I was a Namath fan. Which, by the way, when we come back in the next segment, we'll talk about tonight's games, we'll talk about baseball, we could actually talk sports, but we're supposed to be talking life here too, as you know. Um, the poll question today is what's Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League, and I do want to get to that. But it's a very big day in sports and that the Blue Jays are facing elimination at Minnesota, game two of their wildcard series, and I'd love to know if you think the Jays are going to win today. I mean, I can't. Now we're getting somewhere. Arash said the loss yesterday, 3-1 to the Twins, was basically game 163 of the season. He's like, that's what the Blue Jays are. And I've seen it enough in my life that um, the playoffs aren't a new season in a lot of ways for most teams. You are what you are. Uh, With the Florida Panthers accomplished last year, the playoffs were an entirely new season for them. Look at them going to the Stanley Cup final. But those are what the Blue Jays are, what we saw yesterday. And I don't see that changing today. I think they're going to lose. You? I just, I think they're going to win for no other reason than to
3: just have a feeling. And I just, you know, if they get to game three, then maybe anything happens. But, but that rash is right. That game was exactly the the same frustrations we've had with this team all year. Yeah. They didn't play like maybe three runs against is not um, insurmountable lead that it wasn't like Minnesota was just hitting everything out of the park. I mean, the two home runs, but it's three, one, but that's the Jays can't cash the runs in and. You know, there's no evidence to think that it's going to change, but you know what? I just have a feeling they'll win tonight.
2: Uh, Yeah. Well, I hope you're right. I shouldn't have opened up the text line while we were still on the air because my mind just (laughs) spaced. But I'll say this. I was watching the game. The guy that came in for the uh, Twins reliever Griffin Jacks, I never heard of him before. You all know I'm not the biggest baseball guy. I couldn't name the Jays starting nine, let alone every other team. I look him up because I'm like, he looks like my kind of guy. From Phoenix, Arizona, Griffin Jacks. His dad played for the Dallas Cowboys, Arizona Cardinals for 10 years. His wife's in the military. Oh, and in the offseason, Griffin, Griffin Jacks, the twins pitcher, is an American Air Force's pilot. I'm like, how can I cheer against this guy? I, I I'm automatically love him. He plays for Minnesota. Uh, okay. Anyways, we got a break. We'll come back uh, and get into serious sports. Trust me, I, we will. The reason I spaced was I said, now we're on all these. one would you tell me today? 1.4 million new homes. That's and right. I just got a call from a guy, Mike. A text, Mike Sewells, old hockey trainer. He just texted in 902-518-33. Rod, it's Sewells. Give me a call sometime. I've been here the whole time, Sewells, on this channel every day. We just showed up on your television like I've been gone. I've been here. Where have you been? We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Okay guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contoured design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it, but it's a fact. Just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code Show. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code Show and get them all in one package. The promo code Show gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code Show. You can thank me later all right everybody hey manscaped has done it again have you heard the news introducing the handyman facial razor it's brand new not for your junk it's for up top and like every Manscaped product tons of thought has gone into what i got one here they, where did i put it they found me in florida manscaped let's bring moose on he's got one too He's a bigger fan of it than me for his own reasons, but it's sleek, it's compact, fits in your shaving kit for those road trips. I'm telling you, is Moose there? Charges by USB? How about that? What do they think of next? You can get 20% off right now. Simplify your road game. Don't get left in the scruff. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code Show from manscaped.com. Darren, they really want to talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and uh, Joe Namath. I'm I'm pretty much done with that, and I am going to move on. I'm sure you want to, too, uh, to the CFL games. But Brian in Hudson Bay, he's part of the Rod Squad. He watches every day. SaskTel Max, Channel 427. He said, Rod, uh, Joe Namath was still trying when he was pretty much over the hill. With Susie Colbert on the sidelines on Monday Night Football. (laughs) Can I kiss you? LOL. I'll have you know, Joe Namath never drank again after that night. What a rock bottom. He entered recovery and got sober after that. Nobody thought he ever could. So, again, when your rock bottom occurs on Monday Night Football, (laughs) they say the recovery is uh, as bad as the rock bottom was, the comeback is is equally as good. Um, Rob in Cold Lake, Alberta, writes in and says, um, is Taylor Swift the Yoko Ono of the Kansas City Chiefs? And that's almost a little before my time, but Darren, if you don't know, and if I, I hope I have this right, she's the one that got John Lennon to leave the Beatles. And Janet Gretzky, Janet Jones in the 80s, was referred to as the Yoko Ono Of her time getting Wayne out of the Edmonton Oilers, and I would think this is a facetious question: Is Taylor Swift the Yoko Ono of the Kansas City Chiefs, as you say? Because Travis Kelsey's not going anywhere. I just feel like, if I can speak for them, they're just having fun. You know what I mean? Isn't that? They can speak for themselves. They were just having fun with each other. We're just trying each other on for size. Don't you get that sense?
3: Could a guy hope that she's the Yoko Owner of the Chiefs? Like maybe she's gonna get Travis Kelsey into Nashville to play with the Titans. That'd be okay,
2: right? Doesn't she live in Nashville? Yeah, well, doesn't she? Listen. I just gotta stop even trying to move on. <laughs> and people love the stories more anyways, but you and I were on a tour bus in Nashville, Tennessee, remember? We might have even yeah. been sitting together side by side. And we drove by that high rise on the way in from the airport to downtown Nashville. And the driver's like, Taylor Swift lives on the top floor of that condo building right there. And I, it reminded me of a city tour I had of Manhattan in 2010 on the hop-on, hop-off bus, the double-decker buses. And the tour guide was like, Derek Jeter lives on the top floor of that Condo uh, was down on Lower East Side Manhattan, and I'm like, I'm sure Derek Jeter would love that you're telling every tourist that comes through New York where he lives. Same thing as Taylor Swift, but whatever. Yeah, but we we were on a drive.
3: I think the the top was off the Jeep, and we are going down beautiful South Florida, and didn't she look at me and say, and that's where Oprah Winfrey lives, right over there. Yeah.
2: Uh, But how did I know that? That's local lore. That's right. I live blocks from Oprah, interestingly enough. And uh, this is so funny. I had a guy, he might be watching right now, Jeff, the hotelier to the stars. You know him. Hotel magnate, Jeff. Uh, He texted me today. I said, I'm going to call you because this is too long to text back. He goes, how's the Cats and Bolts podcast going? It's the one Serena and I started on the Panthers and the Lightning. I said, it's changed my life in every regard. It it has literally changed my life. Busier than I've ever been, which I shouldn't have been. But all the Panthers guys want to come on that instead of this show. I'm like, no, 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 guys. This is still the OG. But uh, Bill Lindsay's like, can I swing by your studio today? I have it on my text. I'm like, I'm doing the show from home today, Bill. We'll meet later. I'll drive the Jeep down to you. He's oh, okay. Okay, Bomber Boy in Calgary writes in and says, today is CFL trade deadline day. Is the Zach Caleros trade with seconds to spare the best deadline deal to happen in the CFL? I, am, I will talk CFL. I will not talk about the CFL trade deadline because I'm sure TSN, the official television rights holder, had wall-to-wall coverage of the CFL trade deadline today. We don't need to talk about it. But I'll say no, Jerome Messam, 2015, from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders to the Calgary Stampeders for Tyler Krapinha, the kicker from Nepean, Ontario, was the greatest trade in trade deadline history. Uh, No, you're right, bomber boy. You asked the question you already knew the answer to, so no soup for you. Larry Sweet is watching in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and he says, uh, Rod, tell everyone Coach Dinwiddie has got everything under control with the games left on the schedule. They will be ready for the Eastern Finals. He's talking about his son Chris's team, the Toronto Argonauts, who were able to put it in neutral and just coast down the hill with a month to go in the regular season. It's almost the earliest any of us have ever heard a team clinching first and then resting their guys. And uh, Larry Sweet watching the South Carolina is like, the Argos have it handled. Which I knew that they would. It goes back to what we're all singing from the same hymn book here. If you have a strong coach, it's fine. Now, we have had coaches that aren't strong. And... That's another story. And I'm not today don't feel like getting into those stories. When there are distractions that completely destroy a team, I've seen that happen. But I've largely been around they're really good coaches. It's funny because thinking about Ken Austin again, 2007, when we won the Great Cup with the Riders. He never came back for the 89 reunion. He never came back for the 07 reunion. I'm not going back for the 2013 reunion because we're looking forward. We're not reunion guys. You know, but I will say something about the 2013 season that will be honored this Saturday night in Regina that when they had the brawl for it all on Dudney Avenue, August 18th, 2013, when the, our football team, four, well, at least four players brawled a gang in downtown Regina. Four got charged, were in court the following Monday. It brought the team together. And I do you remember that, Darren? Do you remember that? I do. They fought a gang. They beat the hell out of a drug dealer. I said these guys should be given medals. You're charging them? <laughs> Which incidentally as Roy Shivers would say, and he wasn't even our GM at the time, charged but never prosecuted. (laughs) Big difference. Uh, Hey. Spend a minute on this week's games in the Canadian Football League and the poll question. I don't even need to open it. This isn't even fair. What's Canada's Game of the Week in the Canadian Football League? It's brought to you by our friends at Kia Auto Group. The all-new 2024 Kia Sportage reimagines innovation in motion It pushes the boundaries of urban SUV design and technology with refinement and purpose. Go to keyyorktonkia.com for more information. The 2024 Kia Sportage movement that inspires. Uh, Canada's game. Of, I will just do you a favor and look it up on Twitter, Clark. What are they saying on uh, YouTube there for the vote? Winnipeg, B.C. is dominating. Where is it? Uh, yeah, 77% of the vote. Only 12% voting for the Tiger Cats and the Rough Riders in that Hall of Game Hall of Fame game I mentioned. Uh, 9% Edmonton and Toronto which I've got time for the Argos 150 year reunion being or anniversary of the team being uh, celebrated that night I guess they're flying a flag at City Hall downtown Toronto today in honor of the Argonauts and uh, Ottawa at Montreal has only 2% of the vote and I don't even want to spend a whole lot more oh sorry Michael Wynn is Ah, just Michael Wynn is watching at Ice Time Sports in Winnipeg uh, the sporting goods store, and he says, Broadway Joe, legendary. We were calling out Michael Wynn from Ice Time Sports in Winnipeg in hour one for cheering for the Minnesota Twins. But, but I can't really do that because when I say you do you, I have to stand by that and say you do you. But I think, how could you yeah. not cheer for the Toronto Blue Jays, for God's sakes, if you lived in Toronto? Um, but maybe I'm not done with the Travis Kelsey-Taylor Swift story, Darren, because, um... <coughs> Placeline, New York. Aaron Rodgers revealed Tuesday he has an ankle injury in addition to the torn left Achilles tendon that he is rehabbing after surgery. The Jets quarterback said he's dealing with a deltoid issue, which is the main ligament of the inner ankle. Rodgers was wearing an ankle brace while walking with crutches on the sideline before the Jets... 23-20 loss to the Chiefs. I believe he said that on the McAfee show. I think like he got rapper so. J Cole breaking news about Kaepernick. You got McAfee breaking the big news. And in that interview, did Aaron Rodgers not refer to Travis Kelsey as Captain Pfizer?
3: Yes, he did, because Travis Kelsey um, is now he's in a Pfizer commercial or he's got an endorsement with Pfizer for some sort of... I think it's, it must be a COVID vax or some sort of vax or something like that. And we know Aaron Rodgers is 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 uh, an anti-vax guy, but I want to be—I want to clarify, he's more of a natural path kind of guy, right? It's his new surgery, it's everything, it's all that kind of stuff. So yeah, he called him Captain Pfizer, I think, on the Pat McAfee show. And <laughs> that's pretty funny. Okay. The guys were busting.
2: Well, then this is how demented my mind is Pfizer is also the drug manufacturer company of Viagra. So that's what I thought he was referring to Travis Kelsey as but Taylor Swift. Yes.
3: (laughs) That's what Swift should be. Or uh, Kelsey, that's the joke he would go back to Rogers with because Rogers is the
2: old guy in the league. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I may be Captain Pfizer, but you're Captain Viagra. Yes. Uh. Um, I'm missing something in the online chat. A couple things here. Arlen Bruce III writes in and says, jail and prison are two different things. <laughs> yes. One's federal, one's provincial, one's state, one's federal. Sure. I know what that is. Did you know that, Darren? I didn't. learned something new yeah. today. I've been around the block a time or two and clearly so is A.B. Kevin the Medium says 25% of listeners on YouTube are not CFL fans. Okay. Ryan H. in Toronto says I thought it was a Viagra joke too, Rod. Okay, well, thank you. It's just, that's... It's not just me then. Captain Pfizer. It's the first thing I thought. <laughs> Jeff Gordon writes in and says, here's the bigger question for CFL trade deadline. Will there even be a trade done today? The one-year contracts make it almost nil. And that's why I am not talking about the CFL trade deadline because it is not a thing. And Buffalo Bill says, I know where I'm stopping on Monday and in not." Picture of Rod's pick at the sleep in. For those that don't know, there's an 8x10 of me autographed in the lobby of the sleep-in right between Conway Twitty and Ann-Margaret. It's a true story. Okay, Moose, I'll see you a little later. You bet. Derek Wigan of the Calgary Stampeders joins us next on our weekly CFL Players Association Spotlight presented by Sober Carpenter. The official non-alcoholic craft beer of the RP show. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What'll they think of next? And right now, with the promo code SHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. That's promo code SHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscape.com today. Hi, everybody. It's one of my favorite times of the week. Our weekly CFL Players Association Spotlight presented by Sober Carpenter Non-Alcoholic Craft Beers. You can check them out at SoberCarpenter.com and find a vendor near you, like in Calgary, Kensington Beer Market or Calgary Co-op—they sell it there. Sold out last I checked. Home of the Stampeders. Derek Wigan joins us on a bye week, and I'm going to immediately thank him for that. Stud defensive lineman of the Calgary Stampeders. And Derek, I'm not going to sit here and grill you yet about the state of the Stampeders. (laughs) I just, right? You're a career stamp. This is new to y'all. I know that. But how's yes. the bye week going? Yeah, well, how's the bye week going? Let's start with a happy story. What are you, what are you doing this week to keep busy?
1: Uh, just been relaxing, doing some chores, uh, playing some video games, you know, just kind of re- uh, restore the mind for these uh, last three games here.
2: Oh, good for you. Well, for those that don't know, and the CFL fans all do, because you've been in the CFL a long time, I'm not calling you old or anything, but 2014 draft, spent his entire time with the Stampeders, won a great cup there in 2018. Now, you piqued my interest. What video games are you playing? I
1: usually play Apex Legends with uh, a couple of the guys and uh, Elden Ring. I like to play uh, actually adventure games, so. That's why I got my teeth into right now.
2: Gotcha. Cool. Now you mentioned resting your body. You've been through many bye weeks in a long CFL career. How much can you really rest up at this time of the season? It's week 18. How much uh, health think, uh, recovery do you get?
1: I think re- it's really just like you know, those extra bumps and bruises that you like, you can't really get like the full treatment time in you get, you get treated on those things. And a lot of times it's just staying off your feet and just like, you know, getting, maybe getting those extra, extra hours sleep, you know, just during the season, it kind of gets uh, bunched up because getting going from the next game to the next game. So the bye week's always that chance to just rest, like just restore, just like, you know, Get, make sure that there's nothing wrong coming out of the bye week.
2: Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, you've been, you know, by, uh, COVID aside, like a decade with the Calgary Stampeders, and you're a Toronto guy. What's more home to you, Toronto or Calgary? Both grand cities, but what's more home to you?
1: I would say... Uh, well, back home, my parents and friends. So like, there's all oh, Toronto's always going to be home. Uh, but Calgary, I definitely like, yeah, like, you know, I live here most of the year. So basically, yeah, Calgary is home. Yeah. Toronto always be home, but Calgary's home.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't mean to grill you or get you in trouble, but I'm just one, cause that's a long, that's a significant portion of your life is in Calgary. Now, If money was no object and it's your birthday, where in Calgary are you going for supper? Where are you going to treat yourself? On a big meal, money is not an object. Oh, that's a tough question. Um, Have you been to Major Tom out here? No, but I heard about it.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely hitting up Major Tom. You know, uh, I'm getting a couple things on the menu there. Uh, The cheese bread's pretty good. Um. Yeah, I, uh, I think I'm getting the market price steak at Major Tom if money's not an
2: option. How about that? Wow. Yeah. No, not at all. As a matter of fact, you're the second guy to mention that. I've spent the last two summers in Calgary, and uh, why I didn't get to. I'm like I'm, I'm a keg guy. Listen, I'm son of a cattle rancher here. I love my beef, but I I never okay. went to Major Tom's. Yeah. So that'll be next on the list. Now. You're a recognizable guy. You've been a Stampeder a long time. What are Stamps fans saying to you? What what like nobody's used to it in Calgary. Battling for a playoff spot this time of year. So how are you dealing with it?
1: Uh just from the fans' wise a lot of asking like, you know, you got like those close games we used to win like uh not coming up uh clo- uh pulling it out on that one. So it's just a lot of like What's going on? Like, you know, what's the morale of the team? Things like that. And it's just kind of, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, right. It's new territory. By the end of the day, we're c- close in those games. We just got to finish.
2: Are you one of those guys that's got to stand up and say something or are you not? I mean, I know Bo was there for a long time and he's gone now, but I heard he wasn't the most vocal guy in the locker room. Who are those guys for the Stampeders right now, aside from the coaching staff that uh, are kind of being leaned on to to provide leadership?
1: Uh, No, uh, i Consider myself part of that leadership group, Mike Rose, Reggie Bagleton, Mark and Michelle, uh, guys that have been here, guys been around for like the, you know, that 2016, 18 run, like guys like that have been around for that. So like, we're just really just trying to keep everyone together. And, you know, like, unfortunately we haven't gotten the results we've wanted, but we've, like, no one's given up. No one's given up at all. Like, we're all fighting, practicing hard, and coming to the game, just giving it what we can.
2: Of course, you're winners. Uh, you guys have won together. So when you come back, can you realistically s- kind of start over and flush everything because you're, you're still in the playoff race? Is that, you know, what's the focus going to be? And you do have the huge game against Sass coming up. So, how you know, is that a realistic expectation to kind of start over?
1: Yeah, you have to, you know, it's uh, end of week 1 and 0 every week, right? So we can't focus on outside the building. We can't control that. But inside the building, we can control how we prepare, how we uh, practice, how we prepare ourselves. You know, we got, like, big games. So let's take care of that big game, see see where the cards lay out, right? Like, that's kind of, you always can control executing and going to get the win. After that, hey, we'll Go on to the next week. Get, try to get another win and just continue that process.
2: My last question for you: I always ask the guys in these CFLPA spotlights for Sober Carpenter is, what made you want to be a player rep? Well, why was that important to you, and what do you like about it?
1: Uh, so for me, it was uh, going into like I was always interested because you know we've had great web. Jamar Wall was a rep um just like kind of some of the older guys kind of why well, like i've been there a long time i can't i don't know if i could say older than me <laughs> but uh, um <laughs> those guys seeing how they went through the process as an alternate and then during uh then once COVID hit and uh you know i was the alternate the only cfl rep left on the team because wall and ante were on different. uh weren't on the team uh in 21 in 22 20, yeah 22 um so it was just for me Just for me it's just like hey like i have an idea what's going on i've kind of been one of i'm the old one of the older guys here so let me kind of step up and try to make sure guys are in the know going through that whole cba process to start a camp last year so i just kind of stepped in from there this is kind of like official like officially my second year being a rep but I've kind of feel like I've been a rep for a little longer
2: well uh, as you say you're part of the leadership group so that goes along with it and uh, I appreciate the time today especially on a bye because I know you guys value your rest you need your rest and uh, I'll just we've never had a chance to chat so I'll say congratulations on a stellar career so far and good luck getting into the playoffs and the rest of the way thank you Derek Hey Rod, it's a pleasure, appreciate you having me on and uh, yeah, appreciate the luck
1: and uh, enjoy the rest of the day.
2: <laughs> Thank you, sir. Derek Wigan of the Calgary Stampeders, number 97. He is a load, tough to block. We'll be right back with Overtime after this. We are live on the Game Plus Television Network. That's Channel 230, Shaw Rogers Cable across Alberta, BC, Manitoba, Sask, and uh, TELUS Optic Channel 924 in Alberta and BC. Also, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. okay overtime is a presentation as you all should know by now of overtime hockey lanes in calgary stop in and see randy and michelle there they got new hours what is the guys nine to ten monday through saturday overtime hockey lanes 28th street northeast in calgary just a couple of blocks away from common crown brewery it's unbelievable Overtime Hockey Lanes is where skill and fun collide, an amusement park for hockey players. And since I was there, which it's only been a month, but they've got all kinds of new things there, like fockey, foosball hockey. I have to be very careful when I say that. But it's ideal for team outings, staff parties, birthdays, fully licensed. Overtime Hockey Lanes, it's one of the greatest places I've ever been in my life, and I'm not pulling your leg. I'm pretty excited, actually. Uh, I'm always excited, but very big event coming Saturday to Canada's Queen City, Regina, Saskatchewan. The Stanley Cup is coming. My good friend Bob Lowe is the assistant player personnel director of the Vegas Golden Knights. I got to get this right. And his beautiful wife, Shelly, putting on a fundraiser with the Stanley Cup in attendance for a donation to Power, which is a group raising support and funds for support of women uh, battling breast cancer which Shelley has and she's a survivor for a donation to in power you'll get a reserved spot in line to get your picture taken with a Stanley Cup 2 till 4 p.m. Saturday's cooperator Saturday at the cooperator center in Regina 2 till 4 so i would suggest you show up early make your donation get your picture with lord stanley and bobby lowes is going to be with us on the show tomorrow to talk about it so i'm really interested and excited to interview lowesy I've interviewed him, I was thinking about that this morning, at least a couple hundred times. Well, more than that, he was the coach of the Regina Pats for three years when I was with the team. It's a lot of interviews. And congratulations, Lozy. That's Saturday, so get your spot. Baseball's postseason is into its second day, and the Toronto Blue Jays are already in must-win mode. A 3-1 loss to the Twins in Tuesday's American League best-of-three wildcard series opener has left Toronto in a bind. Down one game to none. Jose Barrio starts for the Jays in game two this afternoon at Target Field in Minneapolis. It's interesting, by the way, we're all going to be watching. I'm enjoying the coverage, the pundits, the analysis of what people are saying. But they're like, if it gets to game three, Toronto will have the advantage because Chris Bassett will be on the mound. I'm like, we were supposed to have the advantage in game one with Gosman. So if they don't start manufacturing some offense, it ain't going to matter. It's going to be over. Tampa Bay's also in elimination mode in their AL wildcard series with the Rangers winning game one 4 nothing. Lowest attendance for a game in the World Series, uh, sorry, in the playoffs since the 1919 World Series. How about that? How about that? And again, I, you see that I don't talk much about attendance in any leagues anymore because why? The owners clearly don't care. If it was a problem in Tampa, they'd have moved the team long ago. And they're building a new stadium there, for God's sakes. Over in the NL Philadelphia, can close out their series with a win over the Miami Marlins. They were were excited here in the Miami area for, hmm... Marlins' playoff run. Grand opening, grand closing. Could end tonight. And the Brewers need a win against the Diamondbacks to extend that best of three. Newly hired John Herdman will take in his first Toronto FC game as head coach tonight when the uh, cellar-dwelling MLS team visits Charlotte FC in beautiful Charlotte, North Carolina. The former Team Canada men's coach John Herdman will observe from the sidelines while interim coach Terry Dunfield runs the show. Can you imagine, and tell me if I have this wrong, you people that follow soccer more than me Fired coach, middle of the season in the NHL. This is like Ryan Husker being coach hired to replace Daryl Sutter, and and just standing for a half. Well, he was the assistant before, but can you imagine the new coach standing on, just standing on the bench and not doing anything for the first couple of games? I don't understand. Sports update is for Common Crown Brewing. They have the perfect craft beer for your enjoyment, featuring their Core 5, Good Company Hazy Pale Ale, Common Crown Crafted Lager, Journeyman IPA, Brewmaster Blonde Ale, and Coppersmith Brown Ale, four of which sit below 5% ABV, making them the ideal beer for your everyday common affair. And by the way, I'm just saying this for whoever needs to hear it, and I meant to bring this up with Moose earlier, but it escaped me we were spending far more time on hockey, but this morning on uh, ESPN's Get Up, they were playing clips of my, uh, uh, one of the ESPN, I'm blanking right, RG3, who I hung out with at Super Bowl, got photos of it, we're tight, you know what he was saying, Clark, that Bill Belichick should be fired, that his best days are behind him, and that he has, uh, what do you call it? Malpractice. He called. This is an example of coaching malpractice. Mac Jones has had three offensive coordinators and three. I'm like, I said that yesterday. Don't need to play in that NFL to know these things. I got eyes. Bomber boy in Calgary writes in. He says, I love these CFL player interviews on the RP show. CFL have always made their players easily accessible to the fans right Clark bingo thank you to the CFL players association for making these players available I quite enjoy them too we're getting to know a lot of uh, making new friends along the way I often feel if you feel like you know the player you're more apt to watch their games and cheer for them makes sense right very similar to all these NFL players and the television ads down here. And you see them in Canada too. You feel like you know them. You want to cheer for them. That's important to take the helmet off once in a while. Jim and Balgoni Sask writes in on the EMJ marketing text line at 902-518-3033. He says, my heart wants the Jays to win today, but I definitely would not bet $10 that they'll win. Watch, we all expect they won't and then they will. I sure hope so. 438 first pitch, game two of that American League wildcard series. Tomorrow, all that matters is Bobby Lowe's and the Stanley Cup. There will be more, though. Tune in noon Eastern here on Game Plus and Key Radio. Who has more fun than us? (laughs)